from the capital of the Commonwealth. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 1061 ESPN. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the iHeartRadio app. Call in and talk with Bob anytime at 327-0888. Now, here's Bob Black with the Sports Huddle on 1061 ESPN. Well, our first hour of the sports auto just flew by. See what happens when college football starts and pro football starts. Amen. Man, we get it rolling as we did in hour number one, and we're going to do the same in hour number two. Bob Black here, Sean Robertson from CBS 6. Uh, co-hosting on a feel-good Thursday edition of the Sports Huddle. And as a quick programming reminder, no Friday edition of the Sports Huddle. Instead of being on the air, I'll be in the air. Yes. Literally. I think we're wheels up at like 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Team charter. Guys got to go to class in the morning. Got to so take care of that first. Got to take care athlete. of that first. That's yep. why they call it student athlete. <laughs> Some places they still, not too many. How about the Duke uh, professor? How- Telling how uh, telling uh, the quarterback Riley uh-uh. Leonard, yeah, telling ah uh, your pa- office pa- of linemen took care of their, yeah took care of their business before the game. You should have done that. <laughs> I was Spe- like, wow. Speaking of Duke, that was one of the uh, the bigger upsets of the first Saturday. Duke beating Clemson, of course, Colorado over TCU. I would say, Sean, at our level here and in our area, uh, your guys, Virginia State, with one of the bigger stunners, uh, a D two team, CIAA. Going to Norfolk, big charity game, and knocking off Norfolk State of the MEAC in the FCS. We know the true big state, and that's Virginia State, knocking off Little State, 33-24. The Labor Spoken Day, like a proud alum. There you go. The, the trophy, the Labor Day Classic trophy, overlooks the Appomattox over there at Virginia State. And speaking of that, the winning coach, Dr. Henry Frazier III, is joining us on the Sports Huddle. Coach, where is that trophy right now? <laughs> I'm not sure, man. I'm getting ready for Tusculum. I guess it's somewhere <laughs> on campus. <laughs> Spoken like a true coach. Yeah. Let's turn the page and, and focus on the next one. We'll get to that Tusculum game in a minute. That is the first home open, the mm-hmm. home opener for Virginia State Saturday at 2 p.m. But please, for, for our audience, walk us through your emotions during the <laughs> final tense. I, I saw your body language on the sideline. I, I could tell what's on your mind. But what was going through your mind in the final 10 seconds of that game against Norfolk State last Saturday? Man, it was so much. I think that's what kind of wiped me out. I needed like a liquid IV after the game. Because, you know, I mean, I was so proud of our guys because of the goal line stand. Mm -hmm. We were able to stop them. And then we get the ball back. And the way it ended, I just was like, I can't blow this for my team. Because, I mean, the whole game was just questionable calls. Mm-hmm. It was so many questionable calls. I've never seen a team get three. We stop them on fourth down and we get four, three penalties on fourth down to keep drives alive. And I've never seen that before. And it was like, I mean, every, like every time we do something good, they were calling a penalty. So the, the end was no different. I know in my head is a play takes five seconds to, to occur. So when we called our last time out, it was four seconds on the clock. And then all of a sudden, when we go to the line of scrimmage, it's six seconds on the clock. Hmm. So I, and there's a new rule, you can't call back-to-back timeouts. Right, right. So we're yelling, you know, take a safety, take a safety, because I was like, you can run around for, for, for four seconds, the game is over. But 
I never saw, you know, I never, you know, once six seconds came, I'm like, take a safety. We yelling from the sideline, take a safety. Then we had our backup quarterback in the game because our starter was cramping. Right, yeah. <laughs> so then they put one second. And even though on the, in the, on the game, it ended it, it was double zero on the clock. And then they added a second back. Wow. Too much home so cooking. That was questionable. No Too much home it, cooking. That was questionable, yeah. So – but it was just in the back of my head that we played too good of a football game to lose. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, this is going to be on the coaches. We look like we don't know what we're doing. And I, I believe that football guys up there, and then when the ball snapped over his head, I just kind of laughed. It was like, wow, thank you, Lord. <laughs> and it ended, Coach, in such a wild way. I mean, they've got basically a chip shot field yeah. goal. It was not a, a long-distance field goal. Then you have the errant snap, and then uh, tell us, Coach, your young man, who was that, Dante Clark, I think? Uh, should he yeah, have just yeah. – I know he got caught up in the moment, and he wanted that scoop and score, <laughs> but should he have just taken a knee or run out of bounds, no, Coach? that wouldn't have been good. Yeah. <laughs> you get a four down, a goal line stop, or run out of bounds on full deck, give him a chance, you, you might as well just why, – why be conventional and, and take like a knee? It. No, go score. I like go it. Go score and – um, I mean, we were playing to win. We went mm-hmm. for two. Sure. I, and if you ever watch my games, I mean, I don't. I'm, I'm a kind of a conservative coach, but we went for two. We went for it on fourth down a few times. Like we're playing to win the game, and we really outplayed them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really outplayed them in all phases of the game. And when you go play an upper opponent and you rush for over 300 yards, you know, that, that's that's dominant. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, hey. We're going to throw everything, all caution to the win, and we're going to do everything we can to win the ball game. And that's what we went up there to do to win. Can you speak on how well you mentioned over 300 yards rushing, the offensive line, how they played, and also a national audience got to see how good Upton Bailey is. A lot of people in this area know him and know how he played at Petersburg High. But, you know, getting that start, his first start, he showed a national audience how special he is. Yeah, I mean, again, Home team due to stats, up to end it, finished with 208 yards. It wasn't 184 or whatever, 187. Yeah, that's, what I, yeah, that's what I saw. Yeah. Yeah, it's 208. It was 208 because the first carry, they gave it to someone else. Mm. And when he fumbled, he had a 24 yeah, yard run. Yeah, and then he fumbled. fumbled. Yep. Yep. But they gave that to Zashan White, a receiver. Okay. So we, they fixed it. They fixed it now. But, you know, after a game, to know you had a, your first start 200 yards, mm-hmm. man, you know, I'm not kind of jumping up and down about it now because we got to get ready for Tuscaloosa. But it should be updated on the website and the CIAA website within a day or so. But, yeah, he finished with 208 on 19 carries. That's like 11 yards a carry. Mm-hmm. And, and if you notice, if you did at the beginning of the game, our captains were our offensive line. Mm-hmm. They went out as captains because I said, y'all going to be the key to the game. And we, we physically dominated them up front. I mean, we we have a massive offensive line, but they're very athletic. We don't have the typical HBCU big old fat lineman that's maybe 6'1", 350. Now, we got the 6'4s and the 6'6s and 6'7s yeah. out there. That's about three, you know, 320, 330. You know, so we we have legitimate offensive linemen that, that understands our scheme. And, and a lot of times they do go second level, and our our receivers did an excellent job blocking third level downfield. So we we're committed to run the football. That's one thing we're going to do. We're going to run the ball, but but we're also committed to throw it around. So 
But but we we, we uh, we're gonna cut our teeth running the ball. Hey, coach, with all those uh, human errors you were talking about, I imagine you're going to feel pretty good to be at Rogers Stadium this week. <laughs> there's, there's a lot more reasons to be happy to be playing a home game, oh, isn't there? Oh my goodness! I, I mean, it was, I, I, you know, it was, it was, and it was obvious to me. It was, it was obvious. And again, we don't play in that conference. They had their own conference refs, and you know, from a human, human, humanistic standpoint, maybe they were trying to keep it close. But it was it was so clear. I mean, even when they scored their last touchdown, it, three seconds has passed on the delay game clock. It was, it was at zero, and I'm yelling, zero, zero, zero. And that's why I ended up getting a 15-yard penalty because I'm like, you basically gave them a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the back judge like, well, I looked up, Coach. We normally give a great period. I'm like, and I'm yelling at the line because he's hearing me count down. I said, look at this clock. They're going to get a delay game. I'm talking to him. He was like, that's not my call. But again, they score a touchdown on that play, and it's like, I mean, yeah, it's over now. I don't get heated again because you, you're really cheap kid, you know. Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. what you're doing. You, 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 you're not. It's just called a game fair. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not asking for no favors. It's called it fair. But when it's clearly and it's obvious to me. And, you know, I, I'm going to say what I got to say. I, I can't get fined. They're not in our conference. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we got Dr. Henry Frazier, the third, joining us here on the Sports Huddle. You mentioned the game Saturday. It's the home opener on that beautiful turf at Rogers Stadium. The The new scoreboard is up. Hopefully, uh, be ready to roll uh, for Saturday. Um, how excited are you guys about this matchup? Not a lot of times a, a team from south in that conference that Tusculum plays will come up and play a team in the CIAA, but you get Tusculum at home uh, tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it. I mean, it's a Division II opponent, and and, and that's where you get points because, I mean, we beat Norfolk, which is a great win for our program, for our fans, but at the end of the day, it's not going to count in the playoff standings. So it's one of those games, and that's what people kind of mix my words up there in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you, when I'm like, why are we playing? You know, because I I want to go to the playoffs. I want to try to win a national championship. I didn't come here just to win conference championships. Yeah, you got that's part of the road. But I I want to build us a national team that will compete on a national level. So, and, and you look at at the end of the season, uh, did we really put ourselves in a position to 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 make the playoffs so, to be in a, in in the conversation? Because you know, if for some reason we don't make the championship. Let's just say we went nine and one, didn't make the championship. They wouldn't count that win. We would be just eight and one, and we would probably get bumped out of the playoffs. Mm. So you, you start looking. That's that's what I mean. I mean, I, I want to be on the national scene. I'm not here just for regional and conference. I want to be. I want us to be a national brand in all of Division Two. So, but hey, we got Tusculum, a Division Two opponent, went eight and three last year, picked the win there side of the division, played an excellent. Excellent Kennesaw State team is moving to FBS next year. So they played them tough, 10 7 and a half, and Tusculum should have been up. So we're we, we going to have our hands full this weekend. They have a very good football team, excellent offensive, defensive line. They started the red shirt freshman at quarterback. They, they liken him to Brett Favre. Mm. And he wears number four. They call him a gunslinger, but he he, he threw three picks on last week. So hopefully he can continue that Brett Favre trait and <laughs> give us a few picks. Hey, hey, lastly, coach, I think we can hear both the confidence and the comfortability in your voice in what you're doing with that program. How much more 
comfortable do you feel now this year than you did just getting it going last year and comfortable <laughs> you feel with the right players to to achieve the goals you just lined out for us, lined up for us. Yeah, it's night and day. It's night and day. Many of the players last year didn't even meet their position coach until training camp. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we pretty much have, you know, we lost a few coaches, but the core and the philosophy of what we're trying to do is intact. Mm-hmm. And and we were able to go out and recruit, and we brought in about 36 freshmen on the team and maybe another 12 to 15 transfers. And we kept those guys that made the cut that was that we inherited, and they're very good football players, and they're totally committed to, to what we want to do as a program. So I think we're definitely moving in the right direction. And we, we have a chance to be a pretty good ball club this year. We just have to stay grounded and just take it one game at a time and not get ahead of ourselves. Well, go get them this weekend in that home opener in the comfortability of Rogers Stadium, and uh, hopefully we get to catch up during the year as it progresses, Coach. Yeah, anytime. I enjoyed it. Thank uh, you. Thank you. you. We we Thanks, really Coach. enjoyed it. Thanks, Coach. See you Saturday. There you go. Okay. We really re- enjoyed that. Uh, he's great. He's 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 I mean, fired up, right? He he's the Deion Sanders I here like in the CIAA, like man. I'll tell you. I like that. Not but, uh, what, but, what he said and what he's done there and But you think about the numbers. Time. I mean, we talk so much about the the turnover that Deion did with yep. 80 some odd new players yep. on his roster. Mm-hmm. He basically I mean, from what I gathered, it was close to over close, 50 players. Right? Between transfers players. and freshmen. Yeah, and then probably 20, 30 guys still. I mean, that's huge to have that many coming together, having that 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 full recruiting cycle under his belt that he did not have last offseason. Um, and to have a winning record with all of that. They finished 6-4, and four, and now you come back in a big win against Norfolk State. But like you said, that game Saturday is going to be huge for regional rankings to to have himself on that that national brand of Division Two when Tusculum comes to Roger Stadium. Don't let the Norfolk State game beat you this Saturday. Right? That's right. Got to turn the page. Forget about the Attaboys and Pats on the back, yeah. and you got to. Yeah. It was huge, but it was a big win for 24 hours. The bus ride was great. You know, Sunday, Monday. Hey, it's about Tusculum. It's about what we want. We want that goal of making the Division Two playoffs. It starts Saturday when they play Tusculum. I can't imagine though that a win like that wouldn't help them if they need an at large. In Division Two, I, I would II, think it would have to, right? You would if, think, but in Division Two, if you defeat a Division One, doesn't help you. It does not. That it does not give sense. you. It doesn't give you more points to say. Oh, okay, you're you were nine and one, but let's say. I don't get that. Like Tusculum was eight you. and two. Yeah, it's it's weird that how their weird. rankings are, but yeah, they don't give you extra an extra point or two for beating a one double A, which is surprising because is. you're going out there to do that. Yeah, you should get rewarded other than uh, the 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 financial benefits agreed. that I, come with it. I totally agree. Yeah, I can tell you at the FCS level, if those teams beat FBS teams, you're that, that helps. Yeah, them. absolutely helps. Because sometimes if you're not ranked, you get into yeah, your top twenty-five I, when you beat a one one eight. It can't really hurt you, no, but it can it can help you. Yeah, and I think that's fair for the risk that you're taking to go no play question. a team at a higher level. All right, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Let's have him back on uh, as often as we can. I like <laughs> I like talking with him. He's a breath of fresh air, that's for sure. All right, five sixteen. Let's roll along on the sports huddle. These are this afternoon's top sports stories. I'm sure you'll be fascinated by all the uh, stories you have to tell. This is today's Drive Home Headlines. Brought to you by James River Air. If you're not confident in your heating and cooling provider, switch to James River Air and save up to 30%. Check them out online at jamesriverair.com. 
Com. 804-327-0888. Come on, call in and follow that one up. <laughs> follow that act, why don't you? Come on, call now. I'll even give you the, the, the commercial break to get yourself ready to follow that. Come on, Reggie. There Come on, go. Bruce. There you go. There you go. Come the, on, fellas. The, the challenge is on, for sure. Now, he brought up a couple things that I, I do want to get into, and we can probably do it after the commercial break. Uh, one of them being that new rule that you wouldn't think would hardly ever come into play, the back-to-back timeouts. It was an NFL rule. I don't know if it still is, but it, it was in the NFL. You could not take two consecutive timeouts. Right, and it is now in the college game. Mm-hmm. That's one of the new rules, and it actually came into play in that game. Yep. That's really interesting. Huh. All right, let's get the break in here. Uh, I had one other. We'll do that on the other side. 518 on the Sports Huddle. Let's take a timeout. Coming right back, 1061 ESPN. A whole lot of sports with a whole lot of opinion, which means you've got a whole lot of listening to do. Big Al is live from 8 to 10 weekday mornings on 1061 ESPN Richmond. Oh. Herb, we're in the stand. <laughs> All right, Bob and Sean back with you at 522. The challenge has been accepted. Yeah. You called him out. And which one do you think it is, Bruce or Reggie? Sean was like, we need Bruce and Reggie to call. One of them answered the bell. Let's find out. Can you name this voice in five syllables? (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. Stop. Who is it? (laughs) Just by that sinister laugh, we know it's Reggie. The Wall of Famer is in the house. The Wall of Famer. And future Hall of Famer. Let's get ready to rumble! <laughs> You're out of control, Reggie. Pay You're Michael, out of control. Pay, pay Michael Buffer. That's copywritten. <laughs> He's got that copywritten. <laughs> yep. All and right. I had to make sure I listen to the right station. I heard that, you know, Fox News and Fox Music. I said, oh, boy, Sean. I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we said to Reg. We, yes, sir. Yeah, we yes, don't sir. We, we don't yes, play sir. Fox. We don't play that Fox music. <laughs> That's right. That's enemy music. But come on, Bob. Ask Sean the question about how many Panthers got recognized and not many Trojans. Yeah, now I that. mean he's a Trojan too. So I mean, but so I, 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 I know, I know. I, I didn't see yes, either game, so I don't know. And when I read their their bios, it seems legit that the Union guys. Got the got the awards, but it just seemed odd to me that Virginia Union got three of the Player of the Week honors, and Virginia State only got one. And State knocked off a team at the FCS level, mm-hmm. and Union Morehouse is their level, right? And, and, yeah, and they you know beat them badly, and they had good stats. But I just thought maybe there'd be I don't know. Uh, Sunny, yeah, I mean, is the conference like you know biased toward one school over another, Sean? I'm trying to get you in trouble. I'm trying here. To, don't I'm, do I'm, it. <laughs> It's not worth it. It's not all that big a deal. Now, you know, a Trojan speaking, you would say, yes, I would choose Upton as your back of the week because he ran for more yards in his first start. I mean, you know, now it's corrected. He ran for over 200 yards in his first start. Now, Byers ran for 149 and three scores, but it was like on a bigger stage because it was on national television. More eyes got to see him as opposed to Norfolk State where it was was a live stream where you didn't have a hundred and some odd thousand and it was the second most watched black college football game in the country so maybe that probably played a part would i have liked to see bailey and maybe another you know office of linemen or i'm trying to think who else would have been um in consideration for 
uh, offensive or, or, or CIAA player of the week. I mean, you could have put an O lineman for for Union. I mean, for State because they mm. ran for over three hundred yards. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Let's move on. Really, I mean, the <laughs> weekly awards are not. They're nice. They're they're great. Yeah. Respect to the guys that get them, but it's not the end all. Not even close. But State hey, State got hey, a hey, win hey, and, hey. and a check and a trophy to go yes, with sir. it. Yes, sir. Hey, Bob, but, you know, we know Coach Wilson, and you know he lost his father. I know he's a to you, Bob. Sean, your thoughts on Morgan coming down and beating Richmond? We were, we were talking, actually. Seriously, Reggie? <laughs> Are we really going here again? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Salt. Yeah. Uh-oh. That, yep. that, that it, news it, it, cycle is like four days old. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Come on, friend. But it's the HBCU beating a big powerhouse Richmond who won a national championship. Fifteen again, years ago. <laughs> I'm not throwing no stones, but no, you, know, you guys no. on the Mike London won the last championship. I'm I mean, ducking left and right from- here. <laughs> <laughs> Bob said he's not going to touch that. He's focused on Michigan State. He's focused on that. He's got his prep work straight. Exactly. I'm going to be nice. Uh, okay, I'm going to throw one quick question at the two of y'all. I know y'all going to laugh your heads off. Could you see Coach Prime coaching the commanders? How about that? Since Skip Bellis them threw that around with Michael Irvin today. I'm not I'm not <laughs> laughing my head off on that. At he all. would he would coach uh-huh. Dallas before he coached the commanders. Ooh. Oh no, no, huh. no. That with Jerry Arkansas Jones? No way. Uh uh-uh, uh, not Jerry Arkansas Jones. We ain't he would that. he would uh-huh. coach nah, no he would coach no. Dallas. Da- no, sir. He would coach Dallas before he coached the Commanders. Let's slow down a little what bit, about, folks, if, too. He's one and oh. He's, he's one and oh, Reggie. Let's slow down a little bit here, okay? He coached the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> before anybody else. <laughs> the, yeah, right. He would that's true. He would coach the Falcons. Good call, AJ. Oh, yeah. well, well, the Georgia Dome doesn't yeah, exist from, anymore. From he, the, he, the, he built the Georgia Dome. <laughs> yeah, they were doing so that Latin uh, Jones. He said, I built this house. So I had to trade it roof leak. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, he's not going anywhere. Not yet. Now wherever his son I, wherever yeah. his son gets drafted, that's probably where he'll oh, coach. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh uh, well, we got two sons now. Well on the now. one who threw for five hundred and ten yards. Could be Arizona. Yeah, right. Right. They're gonna tank it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I never thought to see a Paul Farnbaum show be dominated by talk of Deion Sanders. I was in shock, and them good old boys down south, they had some words to say about Deion. They ain't going to be. Mm-hmm. I said, yep, yep, welcome to SEC, Deion. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, Thank I mean, you, gentlemen. Appreciate right. it. Hi, right, Reg. <laughs> Thank you, Reg. I mean, that's what's happening in college football. When you, when you get on that stage, you better take advantage of the opportunity, and that's what Colorado did. I mean – Shador, the one for over five. He had four different receivers in a regulation game. This is not overtime. In a regulated 60-minute game, he had four <laughs> receivers with over 100 yards. Yep. That's, yeah, I never, that's amazing. I've never seen that before. That's I had incredible. never seen that before. And then the fourth down call to end the game, it was just a simple dump off to his to his running back who showed that second burst. We, don't, we always hear a lot about a second or third burst. You actually saw that. On that play, outrunning the linebacker, outrunning the second, uh, the safety, and he scores a game. What I mean, it, uh, even though it's a totally different TCU team that went to the national title game, they were still ranked on their home field. Mm-hmm. And sure. Colorado took it to them. And now, my prediction is I mean, I want to say five or six wins, they're going to be in bold consideration. I got one. Pretty I didn't legit. Think they were going to win that right. one. Right. That that's an extra one. Yeah, but that Nebraska game that's that looked pretty. They win that game. They win that They're game. They're going to win that game. And I and I thought the USC game was in California. They actually come to Boulder. 
that could be one they get. And that would be. be a great matchup. Shador against Caleb Williams. Marquee quarterback mm-hmm. matchup when those two get together. That's going to be a good game, I think. In the unbeaten Pac-12. The, you I, saw they're 13-0. Yeah. Mm. Let's disband the conference. Yeah, just shoot, rip and it all up. The but ACC I, is taking credit for Cal and Stanford's wins, I'm sure. And how about SMU? I, when I saw when I saw them on TV, I'm like, oh, it's SMU, the newest member of the ACC. Yep. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. It's, it still blows me that those three are in the ACC. It's just, uh, That's a topic we haven't really gotten into. We, I, we can do that. And yeah. I want to talk some UVA, JMU, and you got Virginia Tech, Purdue. Uh, I, yeah. I did hear your, hear your conversation with Matt about us. <laughs> JMU, a touchdown favorite on the road Saturday afternoon. Emotional. So he had a great question. Um, th- you may want to think about it yeah. during the break, or you can answer it because we got a minute or so. Matt put that out as a poll question. JMU being a seven-point favorite, is that more a reflection on JMU's program or UVA's program? Totally on UVA. Really? Totally. Totally. Wow. Just the free-for-all. The, I mean, the not, UVA fans aren't going to be happy with that answer. I mean, but given we how, know they're already not happy, yeah. right? AJ, we're already here. That. Given how they looked, and not a, not a lot of people expected them to beat Tennessee, sure. given what took place. The effort was there, no question. That just to me, it just shows how deep, how steep a fall that program has taken over the last uh, couple of years. Now, if they come out there and just put on a show for the fans and hopefully they sell that place out Saturday given it is the first home game since Mm -hmm. the cancellation uh, of the season last year you hope they come out there and they put on a show but if JMU comes out there and he hits them in the mouth then you wonder can they take the punch shake it off and come back aggressively especially with uh if if Musket is not the quarterback yeah we don't know the answer to that that's the other thing yeah Yeah. uh six and a half is the line oh six and a half six and a half Uh, but I still, think it went down to six and then up to six and a half, actually. That's still, I mean, that's a lot. second year in in FBS, and you're almost a touchdown favorite at UVA. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk some more about that. We'll come back in a moment. Bottom of the hour, Sports Huddle, 1061 ESPN. He delivers his own take on sports. And maybe if you're lucky, a pepperoni pizza and garlic sticks. But I wouldn't count on it. He's cheap. Matt Josephs is live. Weekday afternoons beginning at 3 on 1061 ESPN Richmond. Hey there, Richmond. It's... Sean and Bob back with you. Sports Huddle, 536 Thursday afternoon. Again, no huddle tomorrow. We'll regroup on Monday. Um, although the Braves have a day-night doubleheader Monday, so I think Matt probably does not have border-to-border. Border. But what do you think, AJ? Can I convince him still to do the mashup Monday on if Monday? If it's about college football, that man will be there. He is so <laughs> jacked. Well, I'm pretty excited, too. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. Um, all right, so we'll try and do that whatever time we have because that game's at 1.00. Uh, they, they play? Uh, uh, Phillies. It's a split doubleheader. In Atlanta? In or, Philly, or Philly because okay. they were actually playing a four-game series, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Okay. And then the NFL scheduled the Eagles for a Thursday night game oh, across the street at, at the link, and the Phillies said, our guys want to go to the game, so we won't play Thursday. Do the doubleheader. So we'll do the doubleheader on Monday. Okay. Split, split admi- you know, two admissions so they don't lose right. an admission right. out of the deal. So Short week for the and, Eagles. And hopeful, it is a short week for the Eagles. You're right about that. And who, who, I'm now, 
trying to remember who I they knew you were going to ask me that question. And play I don't, the Patriots in New England on Sunday, and then they home on Thursday night. Yeah, they are home. I'm going to know. I'm going to get this real. Uh, Minnesota. I thought it was Minnesota. Ooh. That's who they played last year on the Thursday night too. They, no, I thought it was Monday, Monday night. night. Yeah, that was a Monday night. Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson yep. come to coming the to town. Ooh. Yep, eight fifteen next Thursday night on Prime on Video. Amazon. What Prime. am I going to do? That? I don't know that I get Amazon Prime. Really, you don't? I you don't got to double check that. I, I'm going to go home and check that. I, I checked that last year to see. If I, I think had... I do actually. Let's go to a sports bar. We, we yeah. get we get lots of packages from Amazon uh, Prime. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean I then get the TV channel too? That's a good. one. Is that how that works? That's a good one. I hope so, because then I know I'm in business there. Because we've given them plenty of business. Yes. I know that much. Hopefully the quality is uh, is good this year. <laughs> they got some better games on their schedule. They got some dogs last year. Yeah, they did. But uh, that's a good one on they Thursday did. next Thursday night. Yep. Uh, Vikings and Eagles. Yep. All right. What about this UVA JMU game? Look, we, we've uh, we've talked about the emotional side of this. We, you know, the tragedy, first home game since that happened. They're expecting fifty thousand uh, plus an emotional ceremony before the game. We had Jalen Walker on earlier this week, the JMU linebacker from Verina. Oh, Verina I'm sure yeah. he'll have an eye on the yeah. game, game tonight. And he said, "Yeah, we've talked about it. We know there's a ceremony before the game. Uh, we're we're." I, I would call him. He didn't say this. I did. Idol participants mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, they they will be respectful of that. Uh, Jeff Bourne, their athletic director, sent out a letter to their fans, uh, yeah. telling them, "Hey, we need to be proud and strong and root for our team, but we need to be respectful and we need to all come together. Mm-hmm. All of that. So that's one aspect of it. Then it's the game itself, and both teams actually have quarterback. Uh, questions. Yes. Um, Different JM, ways. JMU has yeah. made it by choice, mm-hmm. and UVA has an injury situation already to Tony Musket. Yeah, uh, still no word on whether he's going to play or not. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was some talk as to why he was even in the game in that situation late in the fourth quarter when he injured his shoulder against Tennessee. And what is it, Calan- Calandria? Calandria. Calandria. Could Anthony, be the starter freshman, on Saturday. True freshman. True freshman. Right, right. We'll get his first, possibly get his first start Saturday. At home, and like you said, the change with JMU because the original starter just has some had a rough start, to say the least. I think it mm-hmm. was three of fifteen passing uh, to start the game. Uh, Coach Signetti, even though they had the lead, decided we needed a little spark. They brought in the backup quarterback. He provided the spark, and during the week, he said he's going to be our guy. He's got some D one experience. Yes, uh, a couple of schools uh, that he played in Arizona, Arizona and South, South Florida. Florida. Yep. Before coming to JMU, so he's got the experience of being on a quote Power Five stage. This shouldn't really bother him as mm-hmm. much. Perhaps um, it'll be it'll be very interesting to see how he now plays as the starter, and now the defensive game plan is geared to him as opposed to him coming off the bench and them kind of being cold as to not really preparing for him. Absolutely. Uh, that That's a fascinating situation there beyond what we've already talked about. But yeah. the quarterback situation uh, and then can upstart JMU um, really do this against a Virginia team that's on a slippery slope Yes, right now. Because this could go, if they it, lose, this could absolutely. be a free fall absolutely. if they lose this game on Saturday because the rest of the schedule is unforgiving. Mm-hmm. There's no cupcakes in there. And we also talked about the game that's sandwiched in there in early October. Rare, I would think, right, Bob? Rare mm-hmm. for FCS mm-hmm. school to play an FBS school that late into the season. But William & Mary, Mike London, goes back to Charlottesville in early October. October 7th, I believe, is the date. And they will play UVA at Scott Stadium that day. So that that schedule is brutal. Don't forget, Brandon Armstrong comes up there yeah. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. 
to Scott Stadium. They go to Maryland next Friday, mm-hmm. and then the following Friday, NC State and Brendan Armstrong goes to Scott Stadium. This, like I said, this could be a free-for-all yep. if UVA does not win Saturday against JMU. They do get at Boston College, followed by the William & Mary game. And I'm certainly not disrespecting William & Mary. Goodness gracious, I'm certainly not um, from a Richmond perspective. But those are back-to-back games that you would look at and say, okay, we, you know, right. You would think Boston College is not very good. William Mary's at home. It's an FCS team, a right. very good FCS team. Who Mike London coming back there? They're going to be fired up. Know, if if for they sure. come in hot, you know, if they like say four and one or five and one, give or take, how many games that would have mm-hmm. been? Let's say they play five games, they go four and one, and they're still in the top ten. Who knows? They could have that chip on their shoulder. Agreed, you wholeheartedly. Know? But so comparatively speaking, to your point, Tennessee, JMU. At Maryland, NC State, we know the Brennan Armstrong mm-hmm. game there. Then you got those two, and then you follow that up with at Carolina, at Miami. <laughs> you get Georgia Tech at home and at Louisville, which is better than I think people thought they were going to be. And Duke is certainly better. Now, no Duke's, coming to, Duke's coming to Charlottesville, and then you get Virginia Tech to finish it out. So we probably should mention those Hokies. Yeah. I thought they, they did what they had to do, mm-hmm. which is win. Mm-hmm. They, they had much to your point about UVA losing this one. This mm-hmm. thing could go mm-hmm. sideways. I think the same for Virginia Tech. Yeah, now they got a lot to clean up from that game, but the fact that they won is really all that mattered on Saturday night. And the defense setting the tone mm-hmm. in that game. Uh, I know we talked a lot about the defense not forcing turnovers last season. I think they only forced nine right. all year in nine games. They forced three in that game Saturday against Old Dominion. So maybe the message is being received on the defensive side. We've got to force turnovers. We've got to give our offense extra possessions. And when you have a true number one receiver for Virginia Tech and Grant Wells and Ali Jennings, former Herm Mm -hmm. and Holland Springs standout who played at Old Dominion and West Virginia, that's a true number one that's going to help the remaining receivers on that depth chart the rest of the season the coverage rolls to his side try to take him away other guys can step up that was a big addition for Brent Pry and Fontel Mines this offseason to get Ali Jennings out of the portal from Old Dominion favored to beat Purdue now three three point favorite right Purdue lost to Fresno State Big Ten struggled struggled. last week yep that's that's a winnable game. I mean, you look at it; it's it's Purdue, another Big Ten with Rutgers, right? Right. And then you got Marshall. Yep. There should be no reason why, at worst, they're three and one. Mm-hmm. They can go; mm-hmm. they can easily go four and one. But let's say they do have a slip up; they should not be two and two going in the conference play. At worst, they should be three and oh, three and one. But if they go four and zero oh in the ACC, that gives you a lot of confidence going into ACC play, and you get a couple more wins, then you become bowl eligible, and just Baby steps. Let's let's become bowl eligible and then see what we can do uh, the rest of the way. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a pretty good formula for them right now, and that would re-energize that fan no base question. for sure. Yeah, I mean they were out in force, you know, for the old Dominion game. Yeah, a big you know payback, a rivalry, you know, a, a in-state rivalry, old Dominion. I kind of like that, you know, you, you, you stepping out of the box. It's not the 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 traditional in-state rivalry, but mm-hmm. you know, old Dominion has had their number last couple of years. They get to go down there, and and they had a great turnout. You had a lot of recruits from in-state come into that game on mm-hmm. both sides, so the seven five seven and down there in the Roanoke area. So it was, it was, it was a it was a must win for Brent Pry and those guys, and they and they came through in the second half big. 
I was shocked to read that JMU and Virginia haven't played in 40 years. Yeah, like, they've only played too. like three times ever. Now, yeah. JMU's program is relatively younger, way younger. Right. They, they haven't been around as, nearly as long, but I would have thought somewhere along the way they would have played a few times, just as the well, FBS, yeah, I mean, FCS game, and it just hadn't happened. Because I think about it, since I've been at six, normally the in-state FCS rivalries were, were Richmond and William & Mary. Yeah. Those were the two constants that would come to Scott Stadium. Right. I don't know if it was because, you know, they didn't they didn't want to know. take a chance against Jamie. Maybe. Who was, I don't know. Can, you know, always in that top tier. Well, they weren't always. Well, I, they I, didn't start out well, that no, way. No, 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 Come on now. Well, let me let me let me rephrase <laughs> that. I'm sorry. In recent, in recent years, years in the CAA, yes, no doubt they were you know Dominant. going into CAA, you know national Agreed. semifinals, national title games, stuff like that. Agreed. I take that back. Not in, traditionally, but in recent years, over forty years, they haven't been that good. <laughs> In, in like your first so let's and say second in the last decades. 10 years when they've been but, good. But then they have been, probably right. even a little longer than that. But yeah, it's always been Richmond and William and Mary, and especially first or second game, one of those two Seemed would go to there. Play so that's there. when I yep. saw the schedule to see William and Mary play them in October. That is me. odd. Yeah. And then JMU on the schedule, like, ooh, now, now you want to play them as a, as a member <laughs> of the Sun Belt. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, a little different, a little different. Little chip on the shoulder for JMU. They're going to they're oh, come in so. with a, a, yeah. a, you know, this is a rare opportunity for them. That, just so we heard from Coach Frazier, you know, we, we're going to put we're going to put everything on the table. All the chips are in. Yeah, we're playing to win. So look look out for some unique play calling from Coach Signetti with the new quarterback. I, I think in place like. When's the next time we're gonna play UVA? Might be another forty years. So let's just <laughs> let's, go <get> <laughs> <laughs> let's go all in at Scott Stadium Saturday. Good point. All right, one more break. We wrap it up after a timeout. Sports Huddle, one hundred six one ESPN. Think we can safely say the Braves will take the NL East? Now it's time for them to wrap up the league's best record with plenty of critical matchups still remaining. Hear all the action here on one hundred six one ESPN Richmond, your home for the Atlanta Braves. My favorite way to wrap up the show in the last segment is to go back to the phone. So let's go, Joe. Joe, good afternoon. Welcome to the Sports Huddle. Thanks for calling. Hey, Bob and Sean. I was there in 1983. I took my 68-year-old dad. I was a college freshman at JMU. He was somewhat appalled by all the drinking in the stands. He was like, <laughs> why did you bring this game? Uh, I knew nothing about JMU, Bob, until... I asked the kids at Bridgewater when I was on a recruiting trip in September of 82 where they went for fun. They said, oh, up the road to Harrisonburg. So we went to Harrisonburg that weekend after we left Bridgewater. Uncle Ron, Dr. Carrier, had probably told the buildings and grounds folks, rip out all the flowers and put some new ones in like he used to do when all the big-time games were in town. And I was like, man, this place is where I want to go. So I was there in 83, loved it. Uh, I really want to beat the hell out of these guys, Bob. I mean, you know, the little brother sent I really wanted to go to UVA when I applied to go to college. I didn't get in. So it's not my fallback school, even though maybe it is. But uh, I really want to just beat these guys bad. I want to show them that the, the best team in the state of Virginia right now resides in Harrisonburg, mm. and it's an afterthought in Charlottesville. Joe, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did, did, did you just say Virginia was your fallback school? No, you, JMU probably was my fallback. Oh, okay. well, I applied at the big three. All right, I applied all right. at the big three. William and Mary didn't get in. Got waitlisted at, at 
Virginia and got in at JMU. So, you know, they would say, everybody loves to say, you just missed UVA uh, for those of us who did end up in Harrisonburg. So, and I know, you know, the rivalry between us and William & Mary and us and Richmond has been fantastic. I'm Mm going to miss that. I mean, I do. Now that I'm going and taking OSHA classes at Richmond, I can go back and say I I root for Richmond. Plus, it doesn't cost, you know, it doesn't hurt that I root for Richmond because we're not in the same conference any longer. Right. But I really want to beat these guys so bad, Bob. I mean, (laughs) a touchdown win is one thing. A point win is one thing. But I just really want to beat the hell out of them. (laughs) So were you there in 82 also? I was not. I had okay. no idea about who JMU was in 82, probably. All right. All right. I mean, that's the know, one they won. I, yeah. I, I, my first really recollection of JMU was playing in the World Series in 82. Hmm. You okay. know, when they mm-hmm. played in yep. the College yep. World Series, and went up against Giraldi and Roger Clemens hmm. and, and got smoked. That was probably my first real recollection of JMU. I had no idea. I had no idea the State Normal College for Women resided in Harrisonburg at that point in time. <laughs> Uh, so you'll be there Saturday, right? I will be there. I bought nine tickets on, on Memorial Day for $11 a piece. Hell yeah, I will be there in the stand. Awesome. $11 That's each? awesome. That's great. $11 a piece, Sean. They charge us no, no service charge on, on Memorial Day. Virginia got ripped off. Because all the JMU fans bought shit cheap. We can tailgate now like crazy. All right, oh, Joe, here's the deal now. You need to be respectful between 1130 and noon. Yes. And then, I will. And then I will afternoon, really after kickoff at 12.05, you could be all Dukes. There you go. Since, since I took grad school at UVA, I may actually wear an orange shirt into the parking lot and, Sean, be like a heel and take it off in that purple underneath. I like that. That's good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, Joe, have fun. You guys have a great weekend. Thank you. You Thanks, fired Joe. us up. You fired us up. I Thank like you, Joe. That. A yeah. heel. I love it. <laughs> a lot of excitable people on today's show. Oh, yeah. I, I think there's going to be more people like Joe. Oh yeah! In the JMU eleven dollars on Memorial bucks. Day. He, got, he, he bought got, nine, tickets, nine for tickets for hundred bucks. bucks. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Even with the fees and everything, and he probably. said there were no fees. Oh, there were no fees. No, I didn't he hear said it didn't do fees. He said UVA. That's how you say UVA got ripped <laughs> off because they didn't add fees to it. It was ninety nine dollars wow. for nine tickets. <laughs> Wow. I need to find that kind of Absolutely. deal. Absolutely. Every time Memorial I go Day. on to SeatGeek and Vivid. And Do it on a holiday. All of that. I'm like, Tick, <laughs> oh, this sounds great. And then you look at the bill and it's like twice. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, he got a steal on that one. Yeah. All right. That, that's going to be fun. Virginia Tech and Purdue Saturday. Yep. That'll be another good one to watch. Um, kudos to VMI getting a win in their first Coach game Danny for Danny Rocco. Rocco. Yeah. yeah. Got a win. So it, it's been a good start. State, for most state teams. wasn't too bad. Not for too week bad one. For week one. We'll do it all over again here in week two. All right. Again, no show tomorrow. Uh, on the road with Richmond football. Our airtime is at three o'clock on Saturday afternoon. It's on the Big Ten Network. Uh, but we'll have the game right here, obviously, on 1061 ESPN. We got football over the weekend. We got Braves baseball over the weekend as well. And then uh, Monday, sports huddle, probably at the conclusion of game one of the Braves Day Night Doubleheader in Philadelphia. Sean. Fun as always. Glad to be reunited with you back here in the studio. Love this show. Talking about football. It is here. We're good through February, my friend. Football, football, <laughs> and more football through February. And you're headed where tonight? Headed to Matoka. Mato- wa- it's a Sean, battle of the Warriors. The chopper's taking off That's, without no, you. Don't, don't go. It, it, it's going. It's you not better going. hurry. <laughs> and Riker Warriors, Matoka Warriors. It'll, a warrior will, the win. Warriors will win. Tonight. A warrior will win tonight. All oh, the chopper's coming back yes. down. He's got he you. He heard that. It was like, he, he did. He said, I'm, I'm, I got to get shot. Right. <laughs> yeah, hustle on out there.
AJ, thanks. Appreciate it. Again, talk to you Monday with the next Sports Huddle. Coming up right here on 1061 ESPN. Sorry, CBS. What's more important to you, longevity 